0: experience (laughs) power what's up pack we are here for another episode of the ask the pack leader show this is my man nico his first episode on he had to wait till he was eight (laughs) months old to come on and do the show oh yeah i know you were sitting for like five minutes before now you want to start whining yeah he's a little baby this guy's a little tired, but we wanted to bring him on and show you guys that Nico is now at his eight-month um, hit the eight-month mark uh, a few days ago. So I know you're tired. Who's that over there, Adam? Look, so I'm doing some things with him here. He's like, Not, what's, on he He's like what's on your head? He's like, what's on your head, dude? Over there. He's like, very gentle. So this is, remember German Shepherds a power breed, but I want to make sure this guy takes food nice and gentle. But this guy's come a long way, it's already been, I can't believe we've had him for six months already. And this is the guy you guys see on TV all the time, or not on TV, on the media on media, all that. social media. Yeah, we were talking about how like the differences of like how uh, Maddie, like if you guys remember the Maddie mornings, <laughs> like when I would walk upstairs and I would go, hey Maddie, what's up girl? And all of a sudden she'd be like, look at me and be like, I'm going back to bed, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. This he's guy you walk out, like I walk out at like five in the morning and he's like, are we doing something right now or now? <laughs> Later? Okay. I'll wait for another like 30 minutes and then you come back.
1: He's and an he's early riser. No.
0: So so far this guy already, I've been firing, I did a whole like ball routine with him all over the place. You should do it, do boy. Yes. I did uh, the ball routine with him outside. We threw the ball far with him. I make him wave. I do all these different things with the ball. And then he just did about an hour and 20 minutes of treadmill, believe it or not. Because he needs it. It's like without it, he's, he starts getting frustrated and it's not... Like I don't have a scenario here where I can be with him, working him all day long. So I gotta like supplement some things in. So after this, we'll probably go for, what do you wanna do, I'll go for a walk later? I'll go for a walk. Look, he just like, (laughs) it doesn't mean anything to him. Cause I don't do that shit with him, right? So like people will say like, you wanna go for a walk? You wanna go for a walk and get excited? Yeah, let's go. But to him, he's like, this guy doesn't never do that. So what does that mean? (laughs) Look at you, you're Look, he's
2: drooping down.
0: We're gonna keep you on a little bit longer and then we'll take you off, okay, bro?
2: We've been wanting to get him on the show for a while now, mm-hmm. but we have to be able to work him enough to where he can actually I know. do this. yeah. So or else
0: he's gonna sit here and be like, why in the world are we sitting here for this long? So this is again, like, fulfilling him and understanding who he is. So because of state, look, calm state of mind, he's being a, he's, he's being a good boy. He's, the, he's doing a good job here, staying up. Show your big, your big, beautiful face, bro. <laughs> Your face up. You just your first experience. You got fur all over the place. Look at you, bro. Want another one? Looks So now I won't give it to him. Shh, shh. Go look right there. Shh. Okay.
2: <laughs> so proud of himself. Well, good morning, everybody. Yeah, yeah. what's up? So good I just morning. wanted to show you good morning, guys. Good morning, Jamie. Good I just morning. I was sh- gonna say, yeah, Steve morning, didn't even Jamie. do his introduction. Nah, he's getting like, worse and worse. Is real, this is the real yeah. star, Noah. We real don't star. matter anymore. No, Nico yeah. is more. We're important. we're just here doing real you know? stars here. We're taking up space. Yeah. Yeah. And and good morning, Nico. Thank you for joining us this morning. So if you yeah, and that's another thing too, if you guys
0: have any questions about what I've done with Nico so far, like and something that's gonna say do you have any
2: questions for Nico?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any questions? Do you have any answers for anybody? Or just sit here and say nothing the whole time. You're a good boy. But this is the state i want calm follower state right now you can see the eyes the mouth open the ears are just more relaxed when this guy gets alert the ears are vroom.
2: yeah
0: uh and something i've noticed it's funny like like in the last right around this eight month period it's not Listen, when i tell people this imprint period it's not exactly on eight months but right around this time is <clears throat> he's been way more alert to like things outside so he's coming into now being like a young man let's call it right So he's definitely giving me the alerting side of the German Shepherd and stuff, and we're controlling it. So I'll leave him up here during the show. I'm gonna let him off, because I can see he wants to lay down. Um, Doing very good, buddy. And and it's again, not going too long with things too, because it's the first time he's ever been sitting on this chair at the table, the lights on, the cameras, all this thing going on. If I go too long with this, then I'm not really shaping the behavior I want. I want it to be a good experience for him. So we'll give him another one here. But I'll tell you, like. Like what I've been seeing with him um, is a little bit more of the alerting stuff and we're working on, we'll see if he alerts to anything during the show and I'll I'll explain what I'm doing with him. But um, I'm almost like allowing him to alert because he's a shepherd, he's gonna want to alert, but I'm controlling it and not making him feel bad about it. I'm not getting angry at him, I'm not being worried, I'm not getting too excited. I'm just telling him thank you for alerting me. That's enough now. And if he goes after that, then I'm interrupting it a little bit more. How do you feel, bro? You done with this? Are you done with this crap? Yeah, you're looking at. Look, and I'm gonna show you like his. Uh, the, he'll. I don't know if this thing is gonna bother you or bother you guys. Just tell. This is his big ass moose antler that he eats and <laughs> chews on. This thing usually starts like this long, and he just chows yeah. down on this thing. This look. is yours. I oh, know. Look of, at look I at I how this thing's in my them. hands, yeah, right? right? This thing's in my hands, and he doesn't try to just take. If he does try to take it, then I'll correct him for it. Look. But then if I want him to have it, I could say okay. Okay. He doesn't have to take it up yeah, here, yeah. which is good. I'll let you down. I don't want to
2: make your head too big, uh, Nico, because it is so look, getting bigger, but coming you look down. Good on camera though. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> really coming good.
0: down, I want this, the eye contact, right? Good. Okay. Over here, buddy. And now I'm gonna give him direction. Nico, here. Down. Good boy. Uh, chew your bone if you want. So you guys tell me if that gets too loud or uh, too crazy. But that's Nico. Eight month old <laughs> Nico. <Nika. laughs> He's looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? That I can't believe
1: about. he's eight months already.
0: It's crazy that he's eight months. Like I remember, I, like, I was going through my phone, like I could sometimes go through and try to find some older stuff to post in the stories and stuff like that. And and I saw like a video, of, like when we got him from the, what do you call it, from the, from the, when we were at the airport mm-hmm. with him.
1: Oh he's, yeah. He's like this
0: little, like little fluff ball thing, like looks like a little coyote, like <laughs> just laying in the airport, like, what is everybody doing here? Like, what is the deal? Why are we doing all this? But, Again, it's like from the beginning. The, moment, when the when do I start training the dog? Uh, he started. I started training with him the moment that I approached the big park where he was. Mm-hmm. Like I walked up. I had talked about this numerous times. Where uh, he started walking up to me, and I stayed calm. And it's, it's hard knowing this is going to be my my buddy for the next whatever fifteen years, hopefully. And I just let him smell me. Use the nose first. So I told him right from the beginning, I'm gonna respect you and honor you as a dog. So come smell me. I want you to smell my energy and smell the calmness in me, the confidence in me. Then he looks and see. okay, so that's what that looks like too. And then after that, then I started talking when he was in a nice calm state. So I'm related and associated to that state of mind. That's what gives me an eight-month-old shepherd. Like most people are dealing with this guy. Like how many shepherds do we get called in? Today we have a session with a Sherman shepherd. I just saw yeah. it in the schedule. Like with a, I think I don't know how old the dog is. Two. But I went to the session and what actually happened with that session, believe it or not, was I was in Hoboken to meet them for a session. And I said, all right, he was so charged up and pretty much out of control. And I was like, all right. I talked to them a while, got all their info and everything. I said, listen, I want to cut today short and I want you to bring him to the ranch because I can't do anything with this dog today. He's so pent up that like we need space to be able to bike him and work him and do stuff with him. And that was, uh, so they're coming up today and that's going to be a fun one. We'll definitely uh, video that one. That's going to be your be game plan for today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, the, from the beginning, I told them, come drop them off and go get some food and get some coffee mm. or whatever. And like, let me, let me work this guy a little bit because they live in, in like a kind of city-ish environment. And I said, what do you do with him? They don't even, they don't even really walk him because he's like kind of crazy he's on the much. leash. So this guy really doesn't get to experience anything. So that means there's a ton of pent up energy in there. So we got to deal with all that. What else? What else do we want to talk about today? Well, or should we go right to questions?
2: We had something. Um, new TV,
0: by the way. New, new monitor, yes. new thing. Big-ass TV.
2: You guys, you guys are going to see the, the podcast setup. We're going to keep upgrading it. Yeah. It's
0: growing, right? Yeah. So it's like, that's the thing is like, who was I talking to about this recently? I forgot who I said. Uh, oh, my buddy Eric. He's, uh, so we were talk- he's another entrepreneur. We were talking about uh, growth, right? And we were saying how the hardest thing as, as uh, like an entrepreneur kind of thing is to have patience. So I heard somewhere, I don't even know where I heard it, but it was like extreme hustle paired with extreme patience. So mm. extreme hustle, doing something you want, like work, it doesn't mean run. hustle doesn't mean like, in my opinion, running around like a crazy person, like what do we have to do next and stressed and all that. It just means like, what are we doing today? Let's, let's have a full day, let's accomplish it, let's have it structured, let's complete it. And be patient with the results. Like, we're starting the show, and sometimes I look on here, I'm like, there's like, especially in the beginning when we first started doing it, or when I first did it on Instagram, it was like six likes. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) But that's where people give up too soon. They don't have the patience and the follow-through to like let it start happening.
2: We posted a video today that was a throwback. Yeah. So let's see how it does today. It probably has already more stuff on
0: it than it did like in an hour than it did back then. But that's the growth, and that's being patient and being able to like... To, to visualize and know that it's going to happen, or it has happened already, and now being patient to allow it to happen in like the real world or whatever you want to call it. What else did we want to talk about?
2: The the thing that we, we were talking about yesterday was all of the work that you're doing um, on yourself, mm-hmm. and and in turn you're doing you're sharing all of that stuff that you're doing yeah. with yourself with everybody else. Yeah, the we team, right. talked about right. last
0: time the the hypnotherapy thing. Right. Yeah. How I brought her in, and you just did something which we're gonna her. Yeah, have her night. on the
2: podcast. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah She's good. coming. Yeah.
0: Okay, good. Awesome. So we'll have her on. We'll discuss all that, so you guys can understand what that all is. Uh, I offered that to all the staff. I never force it upon anybody, and that's a, that's another thing when it comes to like influence and stuff too is. You know, so many people want to go and be like you need to, you should, mm-hmm. right? and that just makes people This is what I've learned just from working with people for the last decade, like every day is like when you do that stuff, you're just going to put put someone on the defense right away. Like like who are you talking to me like that? Or they might not be ready to hear it or you know, like like li- like to me saying you should, it's like right away, where if I fly animals or me like what? If they're not if they're in a certain state, mm-hmm. right? Like someone could say to me like you should, but and I'm going to say why? Cuz I'm I've I've done a lot of the growth stuff, so mm-hmm or you need to, like I had some, we had uh, we had Christina who was here telling me what I need to do, like, you'll hear this Christina, <laughs> what I need to do with Nico, you should, you should, and that's actually something I've worked on with Christina, was explaining to her during consultations, hey, something I noticed is sometimes you're telling people you need to numerous times, or you should, or you have to, and it can make people say, wow, this is a little abrasive and coming a little bit much at me, so mm-hmm. can I make a suggestion, you know, like, um,
2: um, or what I think
1: I'm, might might help you. Yeah,
2: or
0: something that worked for me was,
2: mm-hmm. right? Another one I learned recently was, uh, can we unpack this together? Can we impact this uh, together? Unpack. Oh, unpack this. Can we unpack this together? Yeah. Can, can we, like, that. explore this together? Can we? Yeah, uh, and,
0: and, like, for me, like, one of the best ones that I've done with my consultations is, like, when... Because I've been through all this crap, is, like, being able to tell the people... First, I'm like, I'm, I'm, like, you guys see me, right? I'm pretty much to the point and like super honest and like, boom, this is what I feel like and like no bullshit approach. And I'm like, so where's your anxiety come from? Mm-hmm. And right away that can make people this. And I say, uh, because the only reason I'm saying that is because I'm noticing it in your dog and he's got to under- learn that from somewhere. And something that, that I realized about myself was, and I put it back on me so that, right. that I, they can feel like included with me I'm like oh so this guy's experienced anxiety at some point in his life he's not judging me he's not labeling me he's not making me feel bad he's not telling me that i'm less than um, right
1: you're more relatable as opposed to yeah. just saying hey you have anxiety what you yeah.
0: do it's more of an empathetic approach as opposed to like a i'll tell you how it is approach like to me that's or i'm better very, than you yeah or i'm better than you like like nobody's better than anybody in my opinion um so that's another thing too we talked about like feeling sorry for other people too like Like to me, like someone said this to me recently about feeling sorry for someone else is like, you're like, you're basically coming from a standpoint of like, you're better than that person to feel sorry for them, Mm. which is really interesting to me. Like, I feel sorry for that person. It's like, well, why do you feel sorry for them? Because if you're feeling sorry for them or I feel bad for that person, that means you're saying, I feel bad. So you're saying, I feel bad, you're feeling bad. So you feeling bad is not good. And why would you feel bad for somebody else? Who's like, listen, it's a really like interesting one, and we can like unpack this for the next like two hours, like on, on all the wording of it and stuff. But it's really what I'm saying is is like being able to uh, not join in in somebody else's thing. Like if I see somebody's going through something, like same thing with the dog. I see someone's going through something, or the dog's going through something. Oh, I feel so bad for you. I feel so bad. Mm it's not really the best way to help or to influence or make that person get better or help them. To me, it's like, I'm no, yeah, I'm aware of that. It doesn't, uh, doesn't cause me to have this emotional reaction where I start feeling sorry and bad and I'm emotional and all this. I'm saying, oh, I see what's happening here. How can I help this person right in this moment? How, or can, dog. I help, help the, yeah, how can I help? Yeah, that's where <laughs> you learn it from, is how can I help this dog right in this moment? And that's where I see like tons of my clients is like, oh, I feel so bad. It's okay. And that, they're just making things worse. They're joining in with that behavior. Uh, making themselves weak, the dog's getting weaker. The intention is good, but the execution sucks. That's really what it comes down to. So, yeah, so one that I was doing, like, uh, one of the biggest things for me recently was doing a thing of, like, being aware of, like, child. I've been really looking into, like, how childhood influences um, our adult life because look at how much we talk about how puppyhood influences a dog's adult life or adolescence and adult life. So, Which is the
2: imprint. Imprint period. period, yeah. yeah
0: so imprint, yeah. we always talk about dogs zero to eight months around, child zero to seven years around. And that's just our lifespan and how we develop. But it's so funny how we're like, like we're dogs. Where like people are becoming aware of like, oh yeah, I got to do puppy training. I got to do all this stuff. I got to do like get this dog like socialized. and then they talk about like, what happened in your childhood? It's Like, ah, oh, it was fine. I had a little problems, but it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. It's like what? Like you're way more of a complex um, species, a way more intelligent species, a species that lives in past, present, and future. And we're one of the only species that will make the decision to hold on to traumas and pain and things that have happened that are like anxieties, fears. We're like, no, 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 I just, I wanna keep that. That's mine. That's my. That's another thing too, people say my anxiety. I was one of them. My fear or uh, uh, yeah, my anxiety really kicks in. That right there, you're already making, taking ownership of anxiety saying it's you. So mine, it's mine. And I always say, like, well, that's cool that you want to own it. But unfortunately, the, there's billions of people who are dealing with the I call it the anxiety. It's something else mm-hmm. that has now like consumed. Same thing with a dog. Like, when I see a dog in, in anxiety, I'm like pointing at Nico. He's like, past that. He's not even like, but when I see a dog in anxiety, it's like I say, oh, the dog is, is, is going through this anxiety that's consuming the dog. So I have to be able to help that dog overcome that anxiety. Cause it's not like part of the dog. It's something that has been created within the dog. Mm-hmm. So that's something to overcome. I don't see it as like, it's like this dog is anxious. Well, if the dog is experiencing anxiety right in this moment, but we're going to work to extinguish that anxiety through exercise, discipline, affection, trust, respect, love, you know, confident, ledger, all that shit. So, yeah, and then, so, so for me, one of the biggest things was I read about and listened to, and we should, like, eventually, like, talk more about, like, who we saw it from and everything, but there's this guy, Jesse, who talks about um, forgiveness of parents, right? And how a lot of people unknowingly in their unconscious or subconscious have resentment from their childhood, and a lot of it directed towards mother and then yearning for love from father. So I was like... like it's so interesting. It's fascinating to me. It's been fascinating. This is something we've been talking about a lot here for the mm-hmm. last, like, I mean, I would say, like, what, three months? Three, four months? Two months? Three yeah. months? Three at months? least two, yeah. three months. I was going to say, when
1: did you really start seeing Jesse? Like, about re- reading and watching stuff?
0: Well, this was it's actually it was a, a long ago, right? time ago. Yeah, yeah I, I, saw say it least, wait, I saw it. So it's funny. Hmm, I saw Jesse a, a long year time ago. ago. Yeah, like a year ago. And it was like something, like, someone sent me something thing where he was like like talking some politic thing and the person was getting all crazy on the phone. It was like a savage moment thing. And it was, it was like, I was entertained by it. I thought, I was like, look at this person going crazy on the phone and yelling at him. And then you he's were just, like, who is this and guy? He's just laughing. Yeah. And I was like, what is this and he's guy? He's like staying calm. Yeah. So there, so he has a, like, you want to talk about a straight to the point direct approach. That's what he is. So obviously mm-hmm. that's for me. My learning is, is the best through that stuff is like, don't sugarcoat the shit. I want to know exactly what you feel, what you say. Right. So he was talking about the forgiveness of mother thing and I was like wow but I was like but I've had a great great like on paper I feel like I had like a what what was like at least in the past, I thought I had like the like the perfect childhood. Mm-hmm. Right? I was like, Oh yeah, my parents were it. Stay, my mom was a stay-at-home. My father was a businessman. Uh, my father was like part of the little league team. My mom took care of us. She was always around for us. It was me and my brother. They never got divorced. We stayed yeah, in on the same, paper it looked we good. stayed in the same home. We went on vacations together. They took us to places like everything was amazing and what it, and it really was like in, like overall like in the grand scheme of things an amazing childhood. Mm. But there were things that that like I noticed that caused me to behave in the ways that I do today, right? So some of those things were like, my mom tends to sometimes worry about things, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure people watch this, yeah, so does my mom. Like Most moms are like worriers. They wanna like make sure the, 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 the kid's like, okay, and where are you gonna go? My mom was always like, make sure you wear your helmet, and why you're doing mm-hmm. that, and like all those type of things. So that caused me, for sure, to feel like the, like, let me free, let me go, and especially like me. Like, I'm more like a- Well, you like and your me-
1: brother, I was gonna say, you and your brother are like, yeah, we're different. Crazy. Well, yeah, but you, as kids, we were crazy. the stories I hear, oh you guys God, are yeah. crazy together. I don't know yeah. how my mom didn't uh-huh. pull her hair out.
2: <laughs> she probably did, to be honest. That's honestly like mothers with uh, two boys. Yeah. yeah. That's my family, too. We were crazy as hell, too. So then my
0: dad was starting a business, too. So he was around for sure, but it was like from 6 a.m. to like 6 p.m., basically. every Or 5 a.m. to 6 p.m. He wasn't there because he was working and creating a business, so... Mm-hmm. So my mom was left to deal with me and my brother. And I was like high drive German shepherd. My brother was like medium drive German shepherd basically in the house. And we were competing and we were fighting and going nuts. And she like, probably
1: couldn't wait till you yeah. guys went to school. Yeah, so time, is so, it?
0: so part of it, like that's why I can understand like where, and, and then it got into the whole thing. I don't want to like get into the whole, because it'll take forever to talk about it. But really what it came down to is I realized that I was, I unknowingly had had resentment towards my mom for stuff. And, and, and in my opinion, I would say like, 99% of people, if not more, had this unknowing, unknown. Because we've talked about it with everybody in the company and every single person in the company, when they actually look at it objectively, they say, Oh yeah, I do. And the reasons can be all different. It can be like my mom like did this to me, or this happened to me and my child, or or my mom was overbearing, or my mom like was super angry, or my mom was incredibly anxious, mm-hmm. or my mom like, uh, and Also, the relationship between mom and son, too, is like another big one, too, to me. And same for, but but same for mother and daughter because that's the same, that's the same gender, right? Right. That's like another big one. So, and, and, and what I realized during this time was, was I, I built up some resentment for my mom sometimes being overbearing and like watching over us, but under, like, so overbearing, um, babying my brother at times, I felt like that, that I had resentment towards that, um, The worrying thing, like the worrying thing, like always worrying, 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 which caused me in my adult life to start worrying about more things, Mm -hmm. the overthinking everything, like taking a million years sometimes, mom, you know what I'm talking about, to make like (laughs) a million years to make a decision kind of thing.
2: Um, so those are a lot of, so that's why you haven't got a car yet. Yeah, because exactly. We, shot-
1: we call those the sagas. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh
2: my, we're, the car, saga's the car going, saga is going constantly. on right now. The jacket yeah. saga. Oh we we have a few The, Joel, sagas. the jacket saga. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about so, that.
0: So that caused me to like, like unknowingly build a resentment. I was truly, at the beginning when I heard this stuff, I was like, Nah, I don't have any resentment. That's bullshit. And by the way, resentment, when people hear the words resentment, sometimes it feels like a very sharp word. Like mm-hmm. resent my mom. How could you say something yeah. like that? But I look at it like if you looked at it from zero to 10, like anger being like 10 of a full rage, like I hate my mom, I'm fine. Or resentment can be like a level one. A, or zero one two three four and then you start getting angry then you start getting hateful and rage mm-hmm. or something like that like in that, that makes sense actually good yeah. way of explaining yeah. that like yeah. like because people say like I don't hate my mom it's like yeah I know but it's but, but don't. it's
2: You're just the resentful. word right. yeah right. it's just
0: resentment right so call it whatever you want but just understand there's some sort of tension towards like the like the mother or the father by the way too
2: the other thing is to or un- both un- or both yes and yeah. understanding the subconscious mind too. understanding the subconscious mm-hmm. mind which is 95%
0: of your decision making just so you guys know is subconscious so everyone's like I know everything going on I can control everything. Yeah, sure. It's five percent versus ninety-five percent. Let me know what who you think is going to win that battle yeah. in the during the day, right? And where is our subconscious mind developed? Imprint period, zero mm-hmm. to seven years, right? And we're not thinking like people always. So sometimes people ask me about the dog, and it's the same thing with kids. Like they ask, like, what do I need to do during this this period to like like teach them the right way? I'm like, no, no, no. It's not about teaching them. They're not conscious yet. So the kids are basically in a state of like subconscious. Same with puppy where they're learning and observing and like and like absorbing what's happening. So the best things you can do as a parent or a, or a dog parent is to stay in calm confidence, to fulfill the kids' needs, to be there for them, to 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 educate them on things. But in how you're doing it, in my opinion, matters more than what you're actually saying to them. Right? Because kids don't really know, like like why am I doing this? Why? Why? What do kids say? Why? 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 What do puppies do? Like I want to try this. I want to eat mm-hmm. this. I want to go touch this. I want to do that. Why? Why can't I touch that? Like. But when you are figuring it out. Yeah, but it's how you are during that period. So my best advice, and then what I've learned is that when I have kids in the future, it's gonna be like that. I'm gonna be the the calm, confident, um, like honest, speak up when I need to, discipline the kids when need to. And by the way, discipline's another thing that people hear I that word discipline. Discipline the word. kids. Yeah. When people hear like, I, I feel like at least, when people hear like the word discipline, and this is what I've noticed, they, they think of like like, spanking the kid Mm -hmm. and like bad boy, like grabbing them and throwing them in the room and all that, to me that's like not the right way of discipline, same thing with a dog. Discipline is like, hey, when mom says this thing, you need to respect mom, do you understand that? In a calm, confident way. If not, there's a consequence. It doesn't mean I'm hitting the kid or hitting the dog. No, what that means is there's a consequence for that, which means now you can't have ice cream. Whatever it right. would be. That's an another word too. consequence. Yes. has a negative connotation. You, and to you it.
2: brought it up, you brought it up that before. Like a consequence could be a good thing too. Yeah. Consequence mm-hmm. of doing of yeah. working out. And yeah. you're in shape. That's yes. a consequence. Mm-hmm. Yes. That.
0: The consequence of like of like doing meditation is you become calmer, right? right. Like. So it's good and bad consequences. So and so, so then what I did was I talked about this with the staff. I wrote a whole thing to the, in the Slack to like what I went through and like how this has been like an enormous thing for me. And I didn't think it was gonna be that big of a thing, but now that it has, again, I'm like the human test me for all of you guys. Mm-hmm. And I went Which with Which we my very
1: mom. much appreciate. Yes,
0: <laughs> and I went with my mom and I, and I like talked to her and I've always had a, like a really good relationship with my mom, but I realized there was like, wasn't the best that it could have been, right? Mm-hmm. So we went and we had food and I talked to her and I said, hey, I just wanted to, I, I've been doing, as you know, she knows that I'm nonstop with this gross stuff. And I was like, I was, I was really observing and um, assessing myself. And I realized that I had some resentment towards you. And she's like, oh, for what? And I explained the things I just did about the worrying and this and that. And she's like, oh, wow, that's really interesting. And I said, I want to apologize. So first it was, I want to apologize to you for having resentment. Because in my opinion, and not in my opinion, in my, the, the, the truth is resentment towards anybody is wrong. Like, Like, that's a wrong thing to do. I don't care, like if somebody like, completely wronged you in your life, if you have anger and resentment towards them, that's wrong. I mean, that's just the way life works, in my opinion, or where the universe and works. And you're hurting
2: yourself by holding on to yeah, it. Yeah, because so anger gonna is- going say that
0: lives inside of you. Yeah, like if you have anger, right, and... if I have anger towards either of you, like, that, I have anger. See, it's so like, I, ha- your, I am you're dealing with angry, da-da-da. Yeah. Right. I have anger, so it's you. Anger is gonna live inside of you and destroy you, and destroy your surroundings and destroy your life. So, realizing that I had that inside of me, even though it was low level, I needed to get that out. So I did that. It was a great, uh, great talk about that. And she was like really thankful that I that I said that. And I also forgave her for the things she did because I said, I know it was out of your control. You had learned from your parents who learned from their parents, who did all these things. There was all different things that happened in your life that you didn't know. The one thing that me and Adam talked about too recently was like that I'm super grateful that there's, well, listen, there's the, there's the positive and the negative to this internet and all this, right? Mm-hmm. The negative, the, so the positive, oh, let's go to the ne- negative is obviously the, the black mirror. We're just staring at it all day and just never getting out in nature, right? We know all that. And, and oh, by the way, living in our own bubble, Facebook is showing us and all these things are showing us all the things that we believe and think of. So we think there's no other point of views. This is why everyone's attacking each other in politics because they're just like, I'm looking at the same thing every day. What? You don't think this way? Mm-hmm. This is my whole world revolves around this. This is what everybody thinks. No, it's what they're showing you so you stay on Facebook longer. I we know. can get into a whole thing with that too. But the positives are, is how we have now we can now be connected and see people and understand things that like people have been through like look at what we're doing right now. like I wouldn't have had this back right. in my parents generation. Or just was just educating on TV.
1: yourself you wouldn't know about anything yeah, if things. I was on, Jesse Joe right. Defenzo I wouldn't
0: have known anything. so I wouldn't even be able to talk to you guys like back in my parents generation when they were when right. they were raising me there was like the, the, we were barely getting cable at that point yeah. kind of thing And you now with but like a big tube
2: TV it makes, us, it makes it our responsibility to share this with our right. parents so we're and like, with everybody else it's almost too. like
0: we're one of the first generations that has the uh, the access to this knowledge but also having the ability to not be over consumed by this shit too and like be like like all over the place and mm. oh my god there's so much information what do I do it's like almost like the uh like, that's, like, the, also the negative, too, of how much we're flooded with inf- information. And the, look at the dog training world. Flooded with right. information on what to do with dogs. And people are just so confused. Like, the people come here, so many of them are so confused. Especially if they've been through trainers or did programs online. They're like, I'm so confused of what to do. That's why I bring it right back to the basics. Um, but, yeah, that was it. And then I, and then I um, did the forgiveness thing with her. Thanks, dude. It's all good. Um, uh, I did the forgiveness thing. We had a great talk and then she actually shared a bunch of stuff with me about like what she was going through during that time and she was getting frustrated with the kids and there's a lot of things happening in her life and with my dad and all this stuff. And it was like really like like eye-opening shit that I would have never known about in my whole entire life. I didn't have that conversation. And part of the thing that Jesse talks about is your, so this is another one that's funny, right? is is he talks about how how it's like sometimes it's, it's about all right so it's about uh gaining confidence right and facing your mother so i was like i'm not scared of my mom what are you kidding me i'm a 30 <laughs> year old man what am i going to be worried about? i'm like 60 something year old woman right and then but i felt like when i was about to like have this conversation with her like a little bit of like oh like what am i gonna like this is feeling a little awkward and the feelings were like like was it wasn't I-
1: because you felt bad of how she would React? No. Or? Well yes,
0: but listen, listen look at look at how it all like put together. So I started saying, I'm starting to worry about how my mom's gonna react mm. and worrying about something else. And what was the big one of the main things I said, the worrying thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was actually living in my mom's nature in that moment that I needed to release out of myself because that's not me. I looked at myself when I was a kid like in kindergarten and stuff. I didn't worry about shit when I was a kid. I was like running around having a great.
1: Yeah, you were just talking about this last night. Yeah, you... like
0: I watched the home videos and I'm like, look at this kid. He's like doesn't he's not worried about anything. He's yeah. like, just, like what it's happened to him?
1: Just that innocence of a of a child. Yeah, like
0: what happened to that kid that now he worries and he, he deals with anxiety mm-hmm. and he has some anger and he has all these things going on, right? So uh so then I, but then by like facing it and like actually doing it, it's the courage. It's like, that's what we talk about. Remember the forced repet- repetition of courage to achieve confidence, right? So that was like the first, um, the, the courage to be able to say, hey, I want to like confront you about this and not conf- confront like let's fight, but I need to like face you and talk to you about this. And it went amazing. And listen, and, the, and, and what Jesse talks about too is that if your mom freaks out or your mom yells or your mom gets pissed off or mm-hmm. she says it's your fault and all those things, let them it really doesn't matter if they forgive you back if they apologize back if they do whatever it's all something that that is just a, that's on them what they're doing and it's how you respond to that so he talks about just watching it almost like it's a movie happening just let it happen and we don't you don't need anything from them the whole mission is to like release this out of yourself, to do it for yourself. yeah forgiveness and you know a lot of people think the word like I'll tell you like in my growth I would say that forgiveness especially now doing has been probably like the biggest piece of growth of all is forgiveness because like, I remember back in the day forgiveness, yeah, forgiveness for me was like, in the beginning was like, well, you're you're like, letting the other person off the hook, Mm. if I forgive them. Like if someone wronged you, it's like- I could see that. If I forgive them for that, then that means that like now I made what they did to me right and okay, wrong. That's not the truth. The forgiveness is saying like, they wrong, they did, but having almost like the empathy or the compassion to understand that person's obviously going through some shit to do something like they did. Like I did stupid fucking shit in my life. I was going through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Right? So people that have anger towards me about the things I did in the past blah blah blah, that's on them. They're dealing with it. You know what I mean? And I was okay. doing it to others, saying I'm like I'm angry at this person, I will not forgive them. I'm holding on to it, right? I'm holding on to the experience. So what you're doing at that is saying it's like basically saying like I'm holding on to this toxicity and putting it somewhere in my body, which mm-hmm. in my opinion is again gonna form like issues, your immune system's not gonna work. Because when you're in anger, anger, stress, fear, uh, anxiety, those are all in fight flight stages, right? So that means the body in fight flight is not repairing itself, the immune system's not working, it's it's prepared for what's the next danger. Right. So it's it's generalized
2: not, almost. Yeah,
0: it's not worried about, and look at all these dogs who come with anxiety and fear, they, a lot of them have physical issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're skinny, they have diarrhea, they pant like crazy. They have like their skin their out, fur. skin issues. The fur's is coming out. So psychologically, it's causing the body to become all fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, and then but the medical world doesn't want to talk about this, in my opinion, because how is big pharma going to make billions and billions of dollars if like people aren't getting sick, right? That's a
1: whole whole nother podcast.
0: Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast, but that's the same thing what I'm thinking about with the veterinary world, too, is like, how are they going to prescribe all this medication and stuff if, wait, all I have to do is lead my dog, and I can create this guy pass the hell out Mm -hmm. in the middle of a podcast at eight months old? Wow. Like, I can just learn how to lead him, and I can fulfill his needs, and I can feed him good food, and I can be calm around him and work on myself around him, and I can have, like, not all these medications? Mm -hmm. Shit. Like... It's almost like the cat's out of the bag. I'm letting the cat out of the bag for all of you. I was just gonna
2: say and, and it's not not to get too far into the conspiracy theory thing, mm-hmm. but they don't want you to know that. They mm. are they are covering the information up so that you can continue to be on yeah. medication. Right. Yeah, in and, my
0: opinion. And listen, yeah. it's not all, right? It's not all but most in my opinion. Like there's without a doubt, medications are needed at times yeah. for people, but and for dogs too, but
2: for,
1: but a lot of things can be healed through the mind.
2: Yeah. Correct. Yeah, through Correct. the mind. The mind, like. The, like it, and exercise. Like, let's say you have anxiety. Well, yeah. Work out. Yeah. Let's yeah. see what that's going to do for your body. Yeah.
1: Because the anxiety is just energy that you just you need and to we're, we're pent up
2: energy. And basically. we're a creature
0: like a dog, which is a creature of habits and patterns, too. So, like, yeah, bad habits are hard to break. Like, go talk to somebody who's been smoking cigarettes or smoking weed or been drinking their face off for a long period of time and say, hey, like, maybe you should stop doing that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're like, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to stop smoking every day? Yes. Do you want to stop drinking every day? Yes. Why don't you? Uh, I just, I can't do it. I don't know why. I don't have the discipline. I don't know how. Or, I know because you have it's such a bad habit. But yeah, and it's <laughs> uncomfortable. So you've gotten to comfort zone with this habit and this thing to cope with all the traumas in my opinion. Because there's nobody out there in my opinion who are, who's smoking all these cigarettes, drinking their face off, smoking weed, fucking around with drugs and all that That's who don't have habit. traumas. Yeah. Like there's no there's no way that's not the case, like why else would you be stuck on some substance or like the prescription pills and all that? It's all a way to mask pain in the inside, as far as I'm concerned, right? So and I'm just speaking again from my own experience because I fucked with a lot of that stuff and that was all like and that and right now I'm like eh, I don't need any of that shit. I really don't. I'm like I don't need anything. Maybe uh, some coffee in the morning when this guy keeps me up or something, but <laughs> yeah. that's about it. You're like you know like I don't need that stuff. But in the past I didn't. Look, in the past, I didn't need it either, but it was an easy way. You told
1: yourself you needed it.
0: Yeah. It was like, which road do I want to go down? Do I want to like, heal myself and go through all this discomfort and, and stop this bullshit from happening? Or do I just want to keep it and just cope with it and manage mm-hmm. it and numb myself to it, right? And, and getting back to the whole thing, I think one of the biggest ones is our, is our relationship with our mother and our relationship with our father.
2: Mm-hmm. And.
0: Enormous, that, I really think it's enormous. And, and like just, just to make the, the point too, is that like I have, right like now, I actually feel like I have an amazing relationship with my parents, like a true, actually amazing relationship because I can talk to them without feeling like, oh, I don't want to say anything, or like, these people are bothering me, or like, leave me alone, or like, none of that happens yeah. now. Like, I'm just like, it's almost like these blocks got cleared, a weight got lifted off my shoulders, and I'm like back to being like the kid that I saw in those videos back in the day. like full of energy. When things are going on, I can speak up without like worrying about, am I going to say it with resentment? Am I going, or is, there, or is there a block there? Don't say it because how are they going to feel about it or react? Right?
1: You're not worried anymore. Yeah.
0: I'm not worried. I'm not worried anymore. And it's like, what the, even the feeling of like, I don't want, so this is another one, right? I don't want to hurt that person's feelings by saying this. Imagine I said to my mm-hmm. clients and they came here, well, I'm noticing, my, with, my, with my 100% honesty, with my 100% truth, my 100% observation and my experience, this person has anxiety. But I don't want to say anything because I don't want to hurt their feelings or hurt the ego. Right? How is that helping them? I'm hurting them. I'm hurting them more by not bringing it up. And instead by bringing it up, I'm hurting anxiety, I'm hurting the ego, I'm hurting the fear, I'm hurting the anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to hurt that shit. And I want to empower calmness, the confidence, the love, the happiness, right. I want to empower that shit. So by me saying it, and the people will realize when I'm saying stuff and I talk all this stuff on here, even though in the beginning it might be like, oh, I don't like the way he's saying it, it's like, Ugh, like this and that, they're gonna realize that Steve loves me enough to say that shit to him or to her, right? He, he, he cares about me enough to have this uncomfortable conversation. It's not fun conversations. It's not joyful <laughs> to like, be like, hey, you have anxiety. You know what I mean? You're dealing with things, Or hey, I'm noticing this about your childhood. Hey, I'm noticing this about your drug addiction. you know? Those are not fun conversations to have. But they're, in my opinion, extremely important and extremely uh, ones that extremely need to happen to actually help somebody. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that shit. So it's also the intention too, is like, you have drug problem, bro, what's your problem? You're like, that's when we're saying like the being above somebody or below them kind of thing. I'm not above anybody with a thing. I went through that shit, you know? I went through drugs and alcohol, that crap. But but, but it's being able
1: to see that person and then say like, okay, they're, they're hurting. Yeah. That's
0: why they're doing this. My, so what my, can
1: I do to help them?
0: Correct. My, my, my like real thing that I've been like, uh, like reflecting on was like that I needed to go through all that shit so I could help a lot of people mm. in my life and have like this, this ability and to be, like to be able to help dogs and people. It's not to me like, like I don't consider myself a dog trainer by the way. I consider myself someone who rehabilitates dogs, who can understand dogs, who really clearly understands their behavior and why they do things and their psychology and then I train people on how to be with their dog. But the byproduct of that is like, shh, don't tell anybody, is that by doing all the shit of dog psychology and understanding your dog and all that, you're actually rehabilitating yourself. But um, it's a very indirect way because people don't want to rehabilitate themselves. I'm fine, I'm fine, I don't need to do anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, your dog's not, The dog's 100% honest, and 100, (laughs) this is what I actually told Jesse. So I actually had a conversation with Jesse and I said, a dog, I said, I'm doing what you're trying to do, which is help people and save people and have them be born again and like become themselves again. But I'm not doing it through like the way you're doing it on your radio show and stuff like that. I'm doing it through a dog. And he's like, explain that to me. And I said, because look, a dog is a 100% conscious animal and a dog is 100% honest. They don't lie, they don't know how to lie. Like, a dog's not going to come up and say, oh, no, 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 I feel, like, good <laughs> about myself. And it's, like, with the, the tail's between the legs. They're, they're nervous, you know? Yeah. Like, so there, I said, so through the dog, I can say, look, I'm not saying this, but we have to at least notice that your dog is feeling this way. There might be something there. Because why? The human is likely going to trust the, what the, the, their own dog is saying or, or feeling about them more than, like, me as, like, the guy from the show or whatever is, like, saying about it. So I'm like, look. It's that, and then I join in with them and say, look, I've experienced these type of things. I can understand it. There's nothing wrong with how you're feeling, but we have to have awareness of what the situation is so we can actually move forward. Um, and like today, like this guy, like we were saying in the morning thing, you saw like I'm trying to go take him out. He's like, I just need to get outside. Oh my God, we're gonna play ball <laughs> in the morning now. This is ridiculous, we don't, oh my God. And he's like going through it. And I'm like at the door, just going through my breathing. It took me like five, 10 minutes to get outside this mm-hmm. morning with him. But that's my investment to him that's my commitment to him and that's also my commitment to myself like the byproduct was i had to go breathe when, when am i when without a dog am i going to be standing at the front door like
1: yeah for five minutes
0: yeah <laughs> and just breathing and just being in the moment of working with that dog that's, that, that was that a five you though for sure because right.
2: you have to slow down that's a five a to person. ten minute
0: ex- exactly five to ten minute experience of me in the moment with that dog focus on my breath focus on being like present right there and helping him through a scenario and building up resiliency building mm-hmm. up my calmness like so those that's why the, this is why i'm saying the dog is like such a freaking gift to us and in in the world but yeah um, we can put some links to like what he's doing. like, listen, some people are going to be like definitely rubbed the wrong way about it. like I saw yesterday. There was one, I like rub people the wrong way sometimes when I put like, <laughs> I
1: was going to yeah, say you do too. So. Yeah, I no,
0: like that, but, but it, sometimes it creates like what? That shock factor. And they're like, yeah. they actually will like look and right. get, like, it's a little bit there, more right?
1: intriguing. Yeah. And yeah. someone
0: wrote like in the, in the Facebook, like when I put like uh, makes no fucking sense one with the change my mind thing, so, oh, yeah. they were like, what's with the unquote fucking what's what like, yeah, it seems passive aggressive. And like, they're having emotional reactions to a word. So I didn't, I don't, now it's like totally different. In the past I would have been like, well, well, leave me, leave my page alone. Or like, why do you care about what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. like get all into it with these people. I just said, Hey, I like totally feel you, but something you may want to like look into is why a word creates an emotional reaction with you enough to make, put a comment about it on Facebook. Right. And I put a heart there and I really mean that. Like, it's like, that's something that could really help you. Cause for me, words used to offend me. And that's something, by the way, with my, that's my father's thing is like certain word, he says words, like, if you're watching this, but he says certain words, but then like, he's offended by certain words that are said, like, it right. makes no sense to me, but um, and I, I keep trying to explain to him, like, He probably dude. doesn't
2: even like that he's saying those words. Actually. Probably.
0: And I said to him, like, like, so dude, I understand that like, whatever you're saying with the word, but like you having an emotional reaction to a word is a vulnerability in my opinion, because that means anyone can walk by and just like whatever word. And you're like, right. oh, Triggers like you. watch out, oh, what are you saying that for? And like, like. Dude, that's a, that's a vulnerability to me. So, and that's sometimes where I try to like, like I, I go, that's who I am, right? I, I, I always talk about this. I grew up in Jersey or New York and I played sports. I was in construction. This is like, what the hell we do is that we talk like this, unfortunately. Not everybody, not all, but a lot of people do. And a lot of my peers did and a lot of the people around me did. So I'm not like proud that I curse at times and stuff like that, but it just comes out of me and that's who I am. And, and I'm, wor- I'm actually like working on it. I don't wanna do as much cursing because I don't like enjoy that I do. But I'm also not ashamed of it or not, like, being like, I'm going to, like, change who I am now and, like, focus just on that. Like, I have too much, in my opinion, information to give or too much, like, good I can do to be so focused on words. To
1: censor yourself. Yeah,
0: and, like, in the, like I'm saying to the people, if you're focused, if you're, these words offend you, that's something to explore. Maybe in your childhood, what happened and who said things like that that meant, like, maybe someone said in my father's thing, like, go to your fucking room mm-hmm. or something like that. Or, like, shut up or something. Like, oh, it, and it triggers that thing from childhood. That's right. like, it's probably what something is like that. But a
2: good thing to remember too for for the cursing is that, it could be distracting. You, you have really good information and, and for us to get it mm. out there the best way possible. Yeah, I don't want to distract people. We'll start to uh, eliminate more of the cursing yeah. so that we can get that information out there without distracting. Yeah. Like if if Steve ha- is having a great talk right now and he has like a huge booger in his face or <laughs> yeah. or something's on your face. It's like, dude, I can't listen to Do you. Do I have a- You have some <laughs> yeah, shit. he's trying to tell you something. Yeah, let me see your face real quick. Yeah, exactly. No, but seriously, like uh, it'll distract. From yeah. it. It's like, hey, clean up your fucking face and then yeah. there goes the cursing you go. again. Really clean up cursing. your <laughs> Shh. Clean quiet up, down with Clean that. up your face, please, and then I can Offending. listen to you. But I feel no. like it
1: could distract, or it could also catch people's attention. Because sometimes when you're how passionate, you it, yes. how do you use it? If you're if you use it well, too much, but if you're passionate about it, yes. and and well, people, people can who, feel that emotion coming out, yeah, And then see, you use it, and it kind of yeah, they gets see attention. Who, yeah, Like, they oh, see, he he really means that.
0: The people who curse, they sometimes the say that they that those are some of the most trustworthy people. By the way, there's been like yeah, I don't know. I time. don't know if that's the case for you. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but, exactly. <laughs> no, but yeah, I like I like that you said that because and by the way, it's the intention. Yes. right yeah. and people in my opinion people can see through some words that I slip up on and say stupid shit at times it's it, they can see through that and realize that my intention is good and my intention is to help and my intention is to have people grow like that's what I really want more than anything like and if they can't see it, I understand it I don't I don't get like in the past if I didn't deal with this shit do the forgiveness and all that stuff I would have got pissed off about it it would have mm-hmm. offended me I would have taken it personally. But if someone says that guy curses and I can't stand it and I'm not going to watch this anymore, I understand. I'm not offended. I don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to help as many people as I can. You're mm-hmm. not fully evolved yet. No. So no, who no. is? No, you never are. Yeah. So it's you'll like, probably still curse. When does the, the teacher, but when does the fully less. evolution have It Doesn't. Yeah. In my Mm-mm. opinion, ever. If you're not growing, you're dying. Progress is everything. So like I don't want to ever fully evolve. I don't think it's ever going to be that case, but I do want to be evolving. I want to be in the moment always. doing it. Yeah. Always. So, cause it's like that, it's like, in, we were, I was talking to the kid Eric about it, like in business, it's like, yeah, we made a great deal on this car. Like we're like, I'm trying to get a new car, right? We made a great deal on this car. I got it. And it's like, all right, so like, what's the next deal we have to do right. now? Like, like making one good deal is not what it's, it's like finishes it or like getting a little bit more calm or getting a little bit more confident. Like that's not like the, that's not, there's no like end game is my point. And when people realize this that all the juice is in the freaking progress and the growth. Right. That's where it all is. That's where all the happiness is, is like living in the moment and growing. And there is oh, I don't have to get to this place to be happy. No, you can be happy fucking right now. Sorry mm. for the girl. Right <laughs> now, you can be. Sometimes it, it emphasizes what I'm saying too, you now that I just said it like that. Like, it, no, yeah, right but, fucking now is when you can be happy. Like, right, because you're passionate yeah, about it. Yeah, it comes out yeah, that but way. But
2: you're saying shit, fuck. And all yeah. these other things around it, it's like okay, then yeah, you're you're overusing yeah. it.
0: Yeah, because there are people definitely who like do it to try to look cool and and like over the top, like like curse. Be like I'll just curse. I'll I'm be like, honest,
2: it distracts me when I'm having just conversations with people. I'm like, you just curse like six times. Yeah, no, not not with him specifically, just but in people in general. When it's like, hey, I didn't even hear the words that you said because you said fifteen. It's like excessive. Words. As hell. Yeah. It's excessive. People probably, but that thing is I think like, that
1: just depends on the person. Like for me, cursing if somebody else is th- that I hear cursing, yeah. to me they almost become. I don't want to say relatable, but they feel, like, more comfortable. Like, I feel more comfortable with them because I can tell that they're relaxed. Yeah. And not uptight about.
0: And not being fake. Yes, Yes, and not worrying about,
1: like, oh, am I going to offend this person, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's true. We got into the whole thing on cursing. That's a good one. We We can always make a
2: clip (laughs) on that thing, too, if people say, like, when, when they talk about, like, why do I curse? How do you feel about cursing? And that that'll be the, yeah. the question there. How do you feel about cursing? Yeah, how do you Sometimes feel about it what's your reaction to it? Yeah. I like the honesty aspect to it because I feel like that as well. I do feel like when, when people are, are comfortable enough to be able to curse in front of you, mm-hmm. that means that they're comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it gets distracting for me it's it's when it's they're so comfortable that it's like yeah, thing. This is getting well. Me. it Might be too much. Maybe yeah. it could be too much, and that's something that's for you to explore too. It's like, yeah. why is that distract me
0: like that? Where did I not experience that in my youth? I don't know if
2: distract would be the right word. Well, no, I curse a lot, yeah. and that's the thing. Yeah. So for this is this is probably what it is. I curse a lot. And then when other people are cursing, that means that they're cursing, in my opinion, excessively. Because I curse so much that I'm like, no, (laughs) I'm good to curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for it
1: to be apparent to you, it means a lot. Yes,
2: that means a lot.
0: But it makes sense. So that's why, like, even for you, that distracts you. So I can understand, I have empathy for the people who get distracted by me cursing. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I don't take it personally. In the past, I would have. And that's the whole point of this, is like going through this growth thing and doing the forgiveness thing allows you to realize, like, Someone's offended by that, that's on them, to be honest, if you're offended. Like, to me, I'm trying, my goal in my life is to be offended by nothing. You could come up to me and give me the finger right in my face, and I'm, like, right away thinking, ah, what's going on with this person? Mm -hmm. Because, like, remember, that the car I used to talk about? Like, I used to be the crazy guy in the car. Like, someone, like, cut me off. I'm, like, blood boiling, (laughs) like, ready to get out of the car and, like, get into a slugfest in the middle of the fucking road. Like, who does that shit, you know? Like... (gasps) But now it's like, so like I, uh, and we live in the New York area, trust me, like with Adam's experience is now being out here and stuff, it's like, people like oh, yeah. We're all the same thing. in LA, we're just not, yeah. not, not different. Yeah, so it's like, like the, all this thing and, then, and, and right now I look and I'm just like, mm, that sucks for that person. Anyway, what was I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I really go back to it, it has no effect on me anymore. Right. It's pretty awesome. It's like such it's a, it's a relieving way to live. You just live in a calm state, anyway. So that's, that a, really that's the
2: end of the podcast. How long has yeah. We Ben's appreciate you guys. Yeah, we it's didn't 45 get the minutes in. All right, no, let's go to questions. No, no questions for Ask the Pack Leader. We're just going to tell you all because the answers. The no questions. We have no questions, but good. all the answers for yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. this show. Okay,
0: let's do some questions. Let's get, the, let's get these going. All
2: right. Now yep. we can. And by the
0: way, like, like really quick, <laughs> really, one point, because everyone loves like the one point. <laughs> No, the one point is, is like, like give me, give us feedback. Do you want, did did you enjoy that 45 minutes of talking all that stuff? Or would you rather me go quicker into the questions Mm -hmm. and go into the dog thing? Um, Something maybe we can do too is put some timestamps on it. Like questions begin here. If people are like, I don't want to hear Steve talk all this bullshit. I want to just see what he's talking about dogs. Good.
2: Or people might say like. I love polls. Yeah.
0: That, were not that's, the best. that sounds, that's uh, kind of whoa. sounded wrong. Yeah, that, sounded a hey lot better in my head. Hey there. A little weird and not the best time to talk about polls during this election shit right now. Anyway. Yeah, yeah um, no polls. Um, or people might say, like, I, I'm very experienced with the dog stuff. I just want to hear what he's talking about with the other thing, right. you know? So it's like, give people the opportunity to do that. But give me the feedback of if you like this or not.
2: Okay, okay. Here, here's a, a question. We, we're doing this mid-podcast. We're kind of producing the show as we go. Yeah. Should we, should we make this podcast just be the self-growth? podcast and then we can go into questions on the next one because if we throw one question in there you know this is we're figuring it out now it's no okay. i think we should do questions how many questions do we have you have a uh... see how long well, i guess
1: let's just start with the first one and yeah
2: let's go to like an hour yeah, we'll see and by the way that's
0: another thing too if the people like the hour would you rather be 30 minutes would you rather two hours like we get both, you know what I mean. You get people who sometimes say like, like. In my opinion, most of the people are saying I could listen to you talk forever, which is kind of awesome. I don't know how, but <laughs> but like, like it just great. Like I love hearing your point of view on all this stuff. I guess mm-hmm. it's because I'm like again because of the intention and like. What it's because we're you're cursing. Yeah, because I'm cursing exactly. <laughs> But but like some people like it, and then some people are like this guy rambles a lot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like, this talks a lot of shit. I don't know what he's saying. They're like, so give me give me the. I'm here again for you guys. So tell me what you want to say, and mm-hmm. we'll try to see because it's never going to be all people like to go for two hours. Like I mean, Joe Rogan goes for three plus hours at times, you know, mm-hmm. and people seem to enjoy it. Some people go for like fifteen minutes, and people are like, "So such a long video? Could you make this like a five minute video?" Yeah. So, we just tell me, tell me if you like this stuff, and we'll keep it going. Because this is like in the infancy of this show. You know what I mean? What is What episode is this? I don't even know. Like nine or something? For this,
2: Ask Leader, we're actually at episode 11.
0: 11. So, we're like 11 shows in. Like, this is like nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I plan to do we've thousands of shows. We've probably done
2: all together, all of the podcasts together, we've probably done 20.
0: Yeah. So, it hasn't been that mm-hmm. many. And it's like, so I'm, oh, I'm tr- remember, we're here for, I'm not trying to do this show for my health and like to like, oh, for Steve, like. I could be doing a lot of other stuff here. I want to be able to help yeah. you guys, and I'm here for you. So tell me what you want to see. Like, you're my audience, and how can I help you guys, like, enjoy this thing way more? You want to see more of Nico? He's passed out. You ain't going to see that right now. <laughs> but you want to see more dogs? You want to see... It's, obviously, it's not as easy to put the dogs and stuff on here with the, with the table and no, everything. No, but it's but, doable. But we're
2: doing it. Yeah, yeah we'll great. do more of
0: that. Um, and, all right, so can I talk about the other podcast we're going to do that we're going we're gonna to be coming sure, out so with? Sure, so no questions. Let's do it. Okay, we're, gonna, we're definitely <laughs>
1: okay. We'll give you two minutes. Two minutes. Go.
0: So one thing we're going to be releasing, we actually released one episode of this. We did it in January when Caesar came to the ranch, mm-hmm. and we called it the Pack Leader Experience. So I'm saving that. I think I've talked about this before, but I'm saving that show. For people who are pack leaders in industries and wherever they're like whatever they've done in their life, are they a pack leader, right? So obviously Caesar is the pack leader of all pack leaders. So we had him be the first episode, right? We're definitely gonna have him on again because it is like this all has started because of him. Um, but we have a lot of cool guests lined up, which are um, sports people, influencers, business people, all ready to go, and we're gonna be doing that soon. Obviously, because of COVID, it's gonna be really hard to to do that right now, but difficult. we're gonna do it through Zoom and maybe we can put them on here mm-hmm. kind of thing and we yeah. can have a talk and there's some really cool people lined up, so the Pack Leader Experience is gonna be coming, we're gonna start filming that show hopefully like next week maybe we can do it. Next week or two?
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll probably end up doing two podcasts next week. Okay. One, one will be the, um, ask the As a Pack Leader show and then the Pack Leader
0: experience. Yeah. So that, 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 that's gonna be more of like an interview, me interviewing these people and having a discussion, more of like a Joe Rogan-esque type thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're just having to have a conversation. And I'm, my goal is to not be like, so where, where were you born? How did you realize, like had this weird kind of thing. I wanna be like have a conversation like we're having right now with a person and like a nice flowing conversation. And, and so you guys can see a different side of these people. And see how kind of I talk with people like in my sessions and stuff. And it's not like I'm the dog trainer. Today we will be working on sit down and heal. Like, I don't think you have, have it shit. in you to do that. I couldn't. It <laughs> would drive me crazy. So that, that's another one coming. So that's going to be uh, next week, hopefully, or next follow, mm-hmm. or next couple of weeks. We'll be we'll announce what it's
2: going to be coming out. Yeah. Okay. Let's get questions. Come Ready? Up. Let's do it. Are
1: we going to yeah. put the questions up here? Uh, no. We, can we do it or? We
2: can, but I, I usually put them on the screen. Oh, okay. Um, so we'll put them on the screen. Distracting. Here. Let's okay. go.
1: Oh, now he's ready. Right now, now we got to hustle. Hurry up. <laughs> as
2: soon okay. as you start talking, let's
1: see what happens. Dre11D <laughs> asks, uh, how do you know if your dog is the front, middle, or back of the pack? What are the characteristics of each? At times I feel like my dog is a little of everything. Yeah. It's a good question.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the overall. So I, I like to see dogs in many scenarios and see one of the big telltale ones is how they are with other dogs, for sure, is like a big one. Um, Okay, so to me, I, I, we've talked about this, but I'll talk about it again. Your back of the packs are your sensitive ones, they're very alert, they're more prone to being unsure and a little bit fearful. They're concerned, they hear everything, like they, like you touch them, they're what was that? Then you have your front of the packs, which are obviously your leader, the leader dog who's very confident, um, calm, confident, understands how to give protection and direction, love at the right times. And this is, which is what we want to mimic in the dog world to our dogs. And then you have your middle of the packs, which like we always call like the human resource department, which is your (laughs) HR department, your middle of the packs, because the middle of the packs are happy go luckies. They want to play, they want to have fun. This guy's the middle of the pack for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And what they do is they prevent the back of the pack from getting too weak. Look at, it's actually too powerful, meaning like they get too powerful in their weakness, right? So they become too alerting, too fearful because that becomes liability to the pack. Then in the front of the pack you have, it prevents the front from getting too, um, too strong, like too powerful again, but too mm-hmm. powerful in the leading scenario. So, hey, let's just play, dude. Forget about like, like telling that dog for the 16th time to calm down and like be submissive. Like, no, 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 let's just have a little fun. And the front will be like, all right, I'll play for a little bit. Yeah. That's enough <laughs> of that now, like, you know? But that's what we're doing too, is like I'll play with you. I play with this guy a lot. I shouldn't say a lot. I play with him at, like here and there. And, but it's when I want to play and then I stop to play. Cause I'm, it's not because that's what I would just choose to be as a human. It was up to me. I would play with them all the time, but I have to do what's best for him and putting him first. Mm-hmm. So I, so I, I take that role and I do that role in the way that he would see a leader in the world, not the way I'm a human because I have followers or money or they're like any of that stuff. Um, so it's testing them in all different scenarios. A lot, a lot of times, like, you know, but just a
1: quick note, too, even within those positions of front, middle, and back, you can have, like... Yeah, there's, like,
0: there's subsets, yeah, for sure. like you can
1: have a middle of the pack who's a little more, like, it's more back middle yeah. or more front yeah. middle. Yeah,
0: like, like, if your dog has really high play drive, it's likely that they're a middle, um... The sensitivity stuff, like hearing everything, it's likely that they're, but there's, listen, they can be developed in certain ways that you can have the illusion. Like some of the dogs who come here, they have the illusion. People say my dog's the front of the pack. Mm-hmm. That dog is like so far in the back of the pack, but it's looking like a front because you've given him that position. Mm-hmm. The tail's all stiff and You're all Powerful,
2: hard. like you were saying. Yeah. Right.
0: So there's like, those are the ones where they, as soon as they hand me the leash, the tail goes like from here to And they're like, I'm like, see, this is who he really is. Taco. Yeah, Taco's Taco, really uh, Taco who we've been posting a lot about was the same thing. He's all like hard and barking yeah. at everybody, so it can look like and that's the illusion, but the reality was he's back at the back.
1: Even Maddie, I think a lot of people thought Maddie's, Maddie's back at the pack. back.
0: Yeah, people thought like, "Wow, Maddie's like but Maddie was a very confident back of the pack because right. I because I I raised her in the right way. Not not from just the beginning, but like like a little bit after that once I realized all this stuff. I raised her to be a confident back, but she was alert to everything. I mean, mm-hmm. when in Hoboken, she she knew the way people's feet, like how, who was coming up the stairs by the yes. feet walking up the stairs. She knew the way people's jackets sound, like they're very alert to all those things. The middles are like, ah, oh, I hear a person, like whatever, uh, will they play with me, you know? Yeah. And the front is more like, who's this? Mm, okay, you're allowed to come in like that kind of thing, you know? Um, but like other things, like you drop something on the floor, like, like it makes a noise, right? A back's going to, oh, what the hell happened, right? right. A middle's going to be like, oh, what, do we play with that or what do we do? And the front's going to be like, what is that thing right there? Hmm. Okay, it's okay to be there. Like, that's, that's to me, like, the, the main things you'll see. Um, the, the backs are, I mean, the fronts are some of the most um, uncommon, in my opinion. I don't get many of them here. When I get a front with aggression, believe it or not, like, that's some serious shit. But it's actually easier, in my opinion, than a back with aggression a lot of times because I don't have to deal with the fear. Mm. Because the front of the pack is bringing the fight to you.
1: Oh, look who woke up.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) A front of the pack brings it to you and a back of the pack will bring it. So look, the front. I shouldn't say it like that. The front of the pack is going to be the one that you don't have to overcome fear. You just have to get leadership with them and get them to surrender to you, right? And surrender to your leadership, you should say. A back of the pack, you can, it's, it's, it's like they bring the fight to you, but then you gotta get that, and then you gotta deal with all the fear crap that's there too, all the anxieties. There's a lot of layers to that. So there's, it's like layers to dogs, not just uh, mine's a front or a back. It's like there's a lot of layers to that stuff. So hopefully that made sense. Um, but testing them in a lot of different scenarios and seeing how they are. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Can we help you? Nico, I'm here. Look at this, you woke up, and now you can have a treat because you're being such a good boy. So now he's free, I'm letting him be free now, walk around a little bit. If he starts getting in and bumping into things, I'm not gonna punish him, I'm just gonna tell him, hey, you need to stop and give him direction. Hey, there he's gonna get his bone now. <laughs> he thought about getting his bone, but he's tired, so that's awesome. <laughs> okay, next.
1: Next question. Okay, Aaron Flansberg. Uh says, my dog is normally in his kennel during the day while the kids are at school and we're at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, right now we're all in the house all day, all the time. Yeah, that's I've COVID. No- I've noticed him being more alert, that's nervous, COVID. and following me everywhere with us all home. Do you yeah. recommend still kenneling him while we are home?
0: Yeah, for sure. I do it with this guy all the time because, like, this guy's been raised in COVID, basically, in the COVID environment. Yeah, uh,
1: the a COVID puppy.
0: Yeah. Luckily' like luckily, I still go places like I'm still doing sessions, I'm still going out and doing stuff like that, but again, this place is like there's people here literally 24 seven. I don't think I don't know if there's ever been a time there hasn't been anybody here. It's like no. always somebody is here. so this guy so I'd spend a lot of time, not a lot, but what I like fulfill him and then I kennel him and let him go relax in his kennel and something I've been saying now that I want to do more of is actually putting him further away and out of like the view of people too. He's not going to have an issue with it but but some dogs can have an issue with that because, like, look, you've changed the pattern in that dog's life and changed the habits, right? Because you went from kenneling him, everybody leaves the house, and he's like, oh, I understand this. Now you're around so much. By the way, something to take a note of is you're around so much that, you're, that he's starting to be anxious. So are you dealing with anxiety? That's mm-hmm. a possibility because you're spending way more time. Like, if I spend a lot of time with somebody who's anxious, its it, I have the possibility of, of absorbing some of that anxiety. So... how are you dealing with COVID? How are you dealing with the kids being home? How are you dealing with being home every day? That's something I would definitely be looking at. Um, Without a doubt, I would be focused on uh, fulfilling my dog physically and mentally, and that I be tired, then go put them away and let them go rest in the kennel. Uh, She said about the dog anxiously following. So that's the thing where, where people talk about, that's a physically following, but psychologically leading, if that makes sense, right? Because the dog is anxious and says, I'm anxious and I'm gonna make the decision. I, the dog, are gonna make the decision to anxiously follow you physically all around the house, which is fulfilling that anxiety and, and keeping that going. But what you need to do is take the leadership and give direction to that dog and not I don't wanna be followed that way. I don't need to be followed all the time. Go to your bed and go lay down and stay there. So you can work on, like a, they call it a place command, or just work on going to your bed and stay. Uh, but obviously doing that after physically and psychologically Fulfilling your dog. So those are definitely um Yeah, so yes, absolutely I'll be kenneling the dog. For sure. I'm practicing that. But pick the right times to do it.
1: And like you said, the the dogs are, are or this particular dog is used to everyone leaving.
0: Not anymore though. Right, it and then everyone's be here, but now it. it
1: can a lot of people I feel like it's the reverse now, too. Yeah, a lot of people have gotten dogs during yeah. the quarantine, so the dogs think that yeah. this is then normal. this guy. It could think, yeah. like, so when then people start to So that's to what leave, we have to remember. Is this, this
0: shitting I mean, I hope not, It's not gonna last forever. So Cause like I can't deal with wearing a mask. It's like nothing <laughs> off of me. I can't stand. It. It's your biggest concern. Yeah, it's like this mask. But um, <laughs> but, but I understand the whole thing about the mask. But you know, it's just it's not fun to wear a mask. So so, <laughs> if it's without, really cold
2: out, it could be. Could be yeah,
0: <laughs> but you have to be able to understand that a dog. Um, <laughs> Remember, a dog was in the moment. So in the moment in the past, when you guys were doing that stuff, he understood you guys leave. Now the moment has changed and now it's that you guys are home all the time. And the more that happens is the habits of the pattern, right? So now like the pattern is we stay home all the time. That's what we do. And I just follow you around. and Now you've created new habits, right? Which are not very good. We want to create the habits in the home and prepare for when this thing's over with. So draining your dog and then putting them away for a little bit of time. And then, like, that's like, so you have an interdependent dog instead of a codependent dog. If I like, mm-hmm. always have to be around you, no. Like, Nico's on his own right now. He's going in and chewing his bone. Isn't, he's, like, he doesn't need to be sitting next to me and staring at me. And, like, I don't know how to survive in this world without being right next to you. Did you, you call know? me? Huh? Did you call me? Oh, I, yeah, you I was going to say, come as he comes over yeah, to you. Yeah, now he's getting all, like, fired up. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that made sense. Let's do one more. One more?
2: Next. Yeah, you got to okay. all of them. This is great. Yeah. No.
0: Okay. Try to okay. them
2: quicker.
1: I see that. I'm impressed. Thank you. <laughs> Amelie asks, uh, how can we ensure that our first dog feels secure after taking a second dog that needs much more training? Mm-hmm. We notice that the new dog learns a lot from the old dog, who's 10 years old, yeah. but still needs a lot of individual training. There, uh, There is a clear risk that the old dog does not get enough attention in the new situation. How can, How can we make the transition easy for both dogs?
0: Yeah, but there's a clear risk. There's a clear risk based on you. It's not like it's a risk because of the dogs. It's a risk that the dog's not like getting attention because you don't give him enough attention. Right? So I wouldn't be getting a dog. If, I would never get another dog with this guy if it meant that I would do less with him. Right. right. That's just why I wouldn't do that. Or I would make the time to Sht. come over here, bro. Down. So there was, just so you guys know, the, the tripod's there, and he's playing with his bone and, like, getting all close to the tripod. I don't want him to just knock this camera over. So I just blocked it and, told him, and then gave him direction, redirected him, chew your bone over there. He's kind of close to it, too. So if you guys see Jamie go wild, that's what happened <laughs> right there. Um, so, yeah, I would never get a dog. That's, again, compatibility. So what happens is a lot of times people are like, I have a dog, and I'm just going to get another one. And I'm like, well, who is the dog that you're getting? So maybe if that means well, that Well, the first
1: do- question, I think, is, is why? Why, why do you want another dog?
0: Yeah, well, people will like dogs, and they want to get a friend for their dog, and they want to have more dogs, and all that stuff. They want to have their own pack and the whole thing. But if it means if it comes at the expense of the other dog, then I wouldn't do it. And if it means that because this dog has so many issues, that means the compatibility with you and your family wasn't the best. Of getting a dog with a ton of issues, that it means that now you got to put your other dog on the back burner. So maybe it would have been better to. And again, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but this is just the truth of the scenario. People need to hear this shit. is like, maybe it would have been better to get a dog who didn't have that many issues. Or, uh, uh, like, how old, is she, how old is the dog? The new dog? Yeah.
1: It uh, doesn't say.
0: Okay. So I don't know how old the dog is, but maybe it would have been better to get a younger dog that's, like, you know, lower energy, middle of the pack, back of the pack kind of dog that you could just raise the right way and also how is the new how is your old dog if your old dog is is totally balanced that's a good time to bring a dog in but if your older dog is not totally balanced i wouldn't be bringing more dogs in because yes the new dog like like she said just like she said the new dog is like learning a lot from this dog uh from the new from the older dog there but if that dog is learning from an unbalanced dog that's going to be a major issue one of the biggest things that we get i shouldn't say i say that a lot but it's there's so many big ones, and that's a big one, is people say, yeah, I got another dog to ki- to keep my other dog occupied. it's yes. like the worst thing you can do, in my opinion. Because that's
1: why I was going back to saying, why? Yeah, like, why do you want the dog? Oh, so my dog has a friend. Yeah, so, so it's
0: like the, the dog who like has issues and, and like is destroying the house, it's like, oh, he must just need a friend. And then you're gonna have right. two dogs with issues who, who just wanna continue destroying the house, rambunctious, going crazy, they're barking at everything then three, then, like, people like, do this multiple times. And my like, brother
1: oh. did it. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. People are doing it. So dogs and, do
2: learn from other dogs.
0: Of course. That's why do you think we, we do the pack? pack. It's like, right. th- th- that's one of my biggest assets when I work with dogs, is bal- when I work with in- in unstable dogs, is balanced dogs. Like, today, that shepherd, we're gonna, he's got issues with dogs, so we're going to bring him around oh. balanced dogs mm-hmm. today, for sure. So he's got to be able to be, that, they're their learning from their own species, from their own kind. Like, yeah, they can learn from humans, but then I see these dog training schools where it's just like, human and dog and they don't use any other dogs. It's like, that's not the most efficient way. It just isn't. I don't know what, what else to tell anybody. It's just really not the best way to do it. They have to learn, they learn from their own species. So, you know, it's like a kid going to a group of, you know, uh, just learning from, I don't know, some other species or something, or going to like a, um, like a school where there's all like kids <laughs> who are like doing the right thing.
1: Sorry, <laughs> he just crazy. makes me laugh. <laughs> when he's
0: like looking around like, yeah, you see this? Yeah. you got this
2: bone. Yeah amazing
0: but yeah so that's what that's really the the answer to that one i hope that made sense but yeah i would just be focused on and and if not then what else where's your priority list where do these dogs fit in on your priorities because you know a lot of times people tell me i just don't have time and i just and i'm like okay let's go through the priorities what's what's consuming your time what about that one hour you watch uh real housewives of orange county Mm -hmm. could that have been time you worked with your dog yeah but okay so don't give me the bullshit like i'm not don't tell me there's not time there is time you're just choosing to put your dog at a lower priority and i have to tell you guys this is again like these these not so fun conversations but it's the truth so i'm going to tell you like it is because you're going to realize like i said earlier steve cares about me enough to say that shit to me so make the time figure it out like you made the decision and remember the dog like bringing a dog into your into your into your um house is like is like getting married i mean it's like literally like we're, we're together now for life so the only difference is, is the dog doesn't have the choice to be like, this is the worst partner I've ever had in my <laughs> life, or the worst likely, I don't want to be with this. It's the bad. worst relationship. This is the worst boss in. ever. Can't break up with yeah. you. Either. This is the worst. Yeah, it's like getting, it's like giving the dog a job. Like here, here's your new career, and it's like there's your boss, and they're like, I hate this boss. Sucks. This is like the worst.
1: And I want to quit. Get out of it.
0: It's like, but you can't quit. Now you got to live here the rest yeah. of your life and be frustrated for your whole entire lifespan. It's fucked up. That's what. So up. yeah, that's what I'd be focused on is uh, making the dog a priority. And, and listen, if it's times you gotta work on the other guy, make sure the other guy's fulfilled, however you need to do it, and then spend time with the new one. You're gonna have to create more time in your day to do it. Or you give the dog to somebody else who can make the time to do it mm-hmm. and, and fulfill the dog. Because that's being selfless, not selfish. A lot of people say, I'm not giving up my dog because they are like they think they're doing some like, um, like, like amazing act kind of thing. And I'm like, well, that's pretty selfish because you're not changing anything about you and you're just having that dog because you have this emotional attachment to the way that you can pet this dog and feel good about this dog and the way this dog makes you feel. Mm -hmm. But you're basically a user. I mean, you're using that dog for yourself and not fulfilling it. So it's like pretty messed up in my opinion when people do that.
1: And going back to my brother, that's what happened with him. He had a dog rescue dog. He's a user? Oh,
0: (laughs) your sister doesn't talk very nicely about you. Oh, man.
1: He got a second dog and then he ended up, he realized that, you know, the yeah. relationship wasn't the best, and he ended up giving one dog. My sister took him, and now yeah. both dogs are are doing amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's uh, Then that, that's the way it has to be. You have to be honest with yourself. Again, that's self awareness, but a lot of people don't want to go mm-hmm. there, and they go into emotional world instead of instincts instinctual world. Right. So you
2: kind of put your brother his business out there a little Sorry. bit, but a little no, bit. it's actually but it's the truth. it was a good story because he they did the right thing. Right, yeah. and it was
1: hard for him to to, to give up because the dog he. Gave to my sister was the first dog. That hard had. The self, The so selfish it part hard. would have been for
2: them to keep them together, right. and they And it would have been, well. right. so
0: you know, more hard to keep that dog because it would have been the dog would have been miserable. Would have been distraught. I would have developed aggression and all yeah. these issues too. Yeah. So it would have been more hard.
1: And luckily, my sister has him, so he still is able yeah. to see him. That's awesome. I can, You know, sometimes. Let's else. let's let's
2: cram in the last one. All right, last the last one. One. let's do one? it. Let's go. Okay. Let's it's a, let's let's a little it. bit long, but let's get it. Yeah.
0: Like I said, let's go. Look at this guy now.
2: Let's go. It's like where are we going? Where we go? Like what?
0: We're doing work now. I slept for fucking five minutes. Yeah, He's she slept for a good time, like 13 30 minutes.
2: <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, bro?
1: Nico, We're do you want to well. read the question? He
2: did really good though. Stayed he up did. here the whole time with us. <sighs> you thing, bro. on here. Alright, read read uh, Nico the question. Jimmy. Okay.
1: You ready, Nico? You can answer this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he is a good okay. boy.
1: Liz Eberhardt. First time having a puppy in my adult life. Got him from a shelter, so I'm not oh, sure if there, heavy. S- if there are some behaviors. you getting too big, bro. Steve's <laughs> not focused.
0: Go ahead. Distracted look, by look, the cute look, look, look. Look, yes. puppy. Look, now he thinks, it's like, can we go up? Yeah. Are what, we, are we wrestling? He's... Look, oh wow, look at this guy. <laughs> he's so strong, he's so strong. <laughs>
2: This is
1: a story of my life, guys.
2: Yeah, well, trying,
1: trying to get Steve's attention. I probably,
2: I probably set you up there a little bit, Jamie. I'm sorry. Having him get distracted. My bad.
0: Shh. So that's a practice of getting him excited. I invited him to jump up and get a little roughhouse, but I stopped it right away. So that's starting. Start the game calm, uh, create excitement, finish excitement, and the game calm. Go ahead. You're ready. Next. Focus. <laughs>
1: Okay, first time having a puppy in my adult life. Got him from a shelter, so I'm not sure if there are some behaviors they get from there. I want to do my best training him, so I'm starting now. He is sweet but gets feisty when things don't go his way, like very mouthy and jumpy. So when he gets to that point, I try to ignore him and then reward the calm behavior when he lays down on his own.
0: Yeah.
1: He's only about nine weeks and getting the rest of his shots next week. I was told not to take him outside, I just don't know how else... To get out his energy. Any tips? Much appreciated. Love right. this page.
0: Two, two, <laughs> two things on that. Thank you, by the way. That's <laughs> awesome. Um,
1: that's something we hear a lot about the what? puppies.
2: Uh, I thought you said no, I love the page. No. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, we, that's we, we a yeah, that to yeah. arrogant. I mean, um, we get that one a lot.
0: Well, two things on that. Number one, she was saying about the mouthing and all that stuff. Very common puppies' mouth and all that. This guy did it too. Um, but it's a situation where um, the, the, that's the outcome, right? Hey, over here. That was big ass paw right next to the tripod. And I was watching this thing go down. Um, <laughs> look, but giving direction, right? So he's like, I don't know what to do, and I let him be free a little bit there. And now he wants to, he wants to get a little excited. Um, yeah. So the two part question is: the first part is the mouthing and all that. It's very normal at this phase, and I like that you're ignoring when he's getting like that and letting, when he, and, and giving him affection and doing things when he's calm. But I would also be saying, are you, how much affection are you giving this dog? Because I see it all the time that people like say, I'm, I'm doing the leader thing and I'm da, 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 And then like, they're like, I'm like, I know. And then they're like, okay. And then we, <laughs> like five minutes later, they're like petting the hell out of the dog. So how much affection are you giving that dog? And be honest with yourself. Cause if you're giving a lot, like when Sky was a puppy, I didn't give that much. And affection is not only just petting, you know what I mean? It's like going and fulfilling him, going and challenging the dog. To me, that's giving effect, that's, I'm sharing affection with my dog but I'm giving him what they want, right? Um, so that's when I would be assessing and evaluating how much petting is happening. Like, are you allowing this dog on the furniture? Are you allowing this dog in bed? Are you excited? Ah, puppy! And all are you doing all that stuff? I don't know, I obviously haven't seen it, but those are things I would assess. Uh, I like that you're ignoring it though, ignoring that stuff or, or mm-hmm. just stopping the game or stopping the petting or stopping any of that stuff when they start being maldy. And then on the flip side of that is, are you doing enough on the structure with the with the um, rules, boundaries, limitations? Are you doing enough physical exercise with the dog? Are you, and that that brings us into physical and mental exercise. That brings us into the the, the super common one of uh, the vets recommending, don't bring your dog out to like whatever weeks four, till they get
1: all their four months their or stats. whatever it
0: is. To me, that's like. I understand it and like I, I, you know, I understand where they're coming from of like the dog could get sick and it's a very vulnerable time physically for the dog but I think there's a way that vets and like the, because the vets are focused on the physical, I'm really focused on the mental and the physical, but to me the mental is more important than the physical in this in this thing because okay your dog's healthy, <laughs> okay your dog's healthy but is now going outside and you miss the first two months of follow state Mm -hmm. and he's outside. Like, what the hell is this whole experience? I wasn't even out here for two months. I mean, granted, we grew up with this guy on a ranch. He grew up on a ranch. So like he was outside from, from the moment I got him, but even Maddie, like I grew up, I had her in Hoboken. This is just me. I'm not saying that you guys should do this, but for myself, I had Maddie out on walks, like right from the beginning, Mm -hmm. I just avoided like dog parks. I avoided like the areas where dogs would pee and poop. Um, if I saw her like, oh, there's a poop there, i will guide her away from that stuff. Like, because she, in my opinion, she had to get outside and experience the world. You were just
1: a little bit more cautious.
0: I'm cautious about yeah. it, so I understand where the vets are coming from. Is they're going to be like, yeah, but people aren't going to be as cautious as you, and they're going, dogs are going to get sick, and uh, yeah, I understand that that could be the case. Because I'm
1: sure they do see that a yeah, lot. Yeah, they do. Too.
0: I don't know how much they honestly do see it, but
1: dogs getting sick as puppies.
0: Yeah, like getting like, but the big fear is the parvo thing. So yeah, it can happen, but but dogs either like a lot of times do come with parvo from these like like shitty breeders and like all these fucked up rescue groups and all this thing. Like not I'm not saying all rescue groups are amazing, but like the shitty ones, right? So and then can they get it? Yeah, they can get it, but but we can't forget about the mind. So yes, there's tons of things you can do inside the house. But if there's any possible way, if that means putting the dog in the car, go take the dog for, for car rides then, too. That's another mm-hmm. thing you can do. Put him in the car and practice the car. Train your dog in the house as best as you can and then bring them in the car and take him on a car ride. Bring him to a field somewhere where nobody goes. and then Yeah, go it out.
1: depends where you live, too. So if you're in the city, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. more challenging.
0: Yeah, it's hard, but then maybe don't get a dog then. If you can't like make the time to go get in your car and leave the city and mm-hmm. go to areas that or, or parts of the city sure. that are way more quiet and like way less traffic of dogs and all that stuff, like... You know, we gotta start, like that priority thing that I talked about is a huge one. Like we have to like really start making the priority. Like, people get a dog and it's like number 17 on the priority list. It's, like I got my job, I got my wife, I got my kids, I got the, the football games, I got um, my rec league, I got going out and drinking with my buddies. I got like, the, it goes on and on and on. I got my uh, my poker game, I'm just talking about a guy now, obviously, but like.
1: Why girls can't play poker?
0: No, not at <laughs> all. Well. Yeah, exactly. not <laughs> Some of the best are actually women because they yeah, can like, it's, great. An, Analyze way better, or a guys like and they can manipulate pretty well. In, like, <laughs> uh, didn't you
2: see Molly's game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They no, can lie pretty well. She didn't play, by the way. But, right? um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <amazing>.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's like that's a, those are the things that I would really be assessing as your priority level with these dogs. Shh.
2: I wasn't doing anything.
0: So their idea, just so you understand, he's reaching over to like like go um, get the like like smell the wires and shit there. So I'm watching him. And as he gets, gets close to, it, I do a shush, and then he goes backwards. And I wait for the movement to stop and him to go like this. Then I take the attention off. So I just go shush, and then he just like stops and goes off and does something else. I make sure he got the picture. So now he's just laying there now and just going through it. Um, that, that was just the on-the-fly one.
1: I think that was good. But yeah,
0: making the priority list. Like you got to really make that priority. I think it's an enormous one that people aren't doing enough of. Of like they get a dog, and this is literally bringing a living, breathing animal into your home. And people are like, "Eh, he'll figure it out." It's like, dude. All right, so let me stick you in the woods and you go figure it out. <laughs> For real. Like, let's go in the woods and see how you do. For oh, Like, imagine last night in the woods, cold as hell up here. Like, mm-hmm. go figure it out. He'll figure it out. Well, will he? Like, 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 no. So, yeah, that's the one that I think that it's really important that people... Well, he will
2: figure it out if he's in, in the natural... They will figure it out. In, the, in right. his natural environment, though.
0: They'll have to. They, ha- they have in, to, in but they're human, not going to do it very well. No, but in our
2: human environment, he, w- he won't figure it out. Yeah, but... There's like a little bit of a... No, I was saying for
0: a human. Like a human, you go in the woods and go figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, will a human like eventually figure it out? Maybe. Or they might die. Or they might get, get handled, or they might get killed. Or they might get Well, like, that got, that got taken
2: away from us, like our instinctual side. Or wouldn't it be nice to have
0: somebody who, like when I went out into the wild, showed me how to do it? That would be way better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So why don't you bring your... And we're bringing a dog into our human-made structures, so why don't we show them how to do it? That's mm-hmm. our job. It's our responsibility mm-hmm. with a dog is to take that leader position and guide them through life. All... The dogs That's I work with- the same with, thing with kids. The dog, bringing yeah. kids
1: into, the, the, into your
0: life. The, you know? the dogs I work with don't come from people who are good leaders with their dogs. I, I don't, there's no clients that I have, aside from like maybe the puppies who are the people who are just learning from the beginning mm-hmm. and they're like ready and they just need this, the tech tools and techniques and their energy is great and they understand psychology. But nobody come, even them though, they don't really know just yet, right? So. They, like without knowing what to like the dog doesn't know is my point like these people like the, the dogs who come here they the humans don't know how to lead the dog yet the right way Because they're focused on this training shit and not focused on actually understanding. Oh, he's got all these needs Oh, he sees the world through his nose first I don't even thought about that. Mm-hmm. So teaching him to just put his butt on the ground doesn't really matter as much as actually Using nose eyes ears with the dog. Oh So keeping him calm is more important than excitedly making him sit and down like yeah These are all things that really matter so, yeah, that's the whole deal right there. I guess Adam's done with the show. Like, <laughs> yeah, shit. I like, guess that's see you it. later. Like, shit. <laughs> like. So, anyways, uh, what else is going on with you guys now yeah. we have nobody doing the. middle <laughs> 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 of
1: you know, the show just leaves it. Um, Nico, you want to take over? Yeah,
0: Nico, you, go, you, you go start doing the camera now. I was going go to go we're you. No, we're, we're going to wrap it up because we went long today. Perfect. Well, you tell us, guys, if it was long. See, this long. is what
1: happens when you have too much time in your day.
0: So then I come back and then <laughs> you
2: yeah. let me talk for another 25 yeah, minutes. Yeah. So
0: anyways, uh, next question. Now. Yeah. Um, yeah, let us know if this is too long or too short. Again, put it We're, in the comments. Uh, an hour or
2: 20. And I'm gonna be I better. I gotta
0: get better on the YouTube. I, I really try to make a big effort on Facebook and Instagram to answer all the messages and answer all the comments. But I haven't been doing enough on the YouTube. It's just like another thing. But I'll get on that too. I'm gonna to make a real effort to get on the YouTube comments and all that. I saw you fake wanting <laughs> to yawn there, so don't give me that shit. You <laughs> caught me. Were you? She goes. Like that, she goes like, I was so trying to hold it in. Like I'm not yawning on the show.
2: That's what. Oh my god. I, th- I thought you were saying it like, like she was like. <laughs> fucking with you, but she was actually for real. Long yawning. Hi, buddy. No, we didn't catch it on camera. Thanks. You did a good job hiding Thanks. it.
1: Oh, you, uh, it's not like No, he called oh, you out Oh, perfect. Thank you. No though. one would have seen it.
2: Yeah, I know. All yeah. right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. On oh, will
0: show, you go one more time.
2: Let's we appreciate you.
0: Oh, yeah. Say goodbye, Nico. Say goodbye, Nico.
2: Goodbye. The big boy. Hey, goodbye, Jamie. Good Thank job you on the show. Here, Even though you didn't get a fucking <laughs> intro so today. He's so good on the show.
0: He's like a big it's puppy. I'm going to mm. hold you like a little poppy, okay? Like okay? Bye, bye Nico. He's a handsome boy. go for a bike ride? He's a handsome boy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go for a bike ride now, right? Okay. You did very good, buddy. Later, Nico. We're going to say bye to everybody, okay? Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Thank <laughs> you for watching. See you guys on the next one. Stay calm and confident. We'll see you soon. Love you guys. Thanks.
1: Bye, guys.